Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Elliot Shore Parks is the Eagles reporter for 94 WIP. Go Birds Podcast, Go Birds Radio, co-host of the Players Lounge with Ike Reese. And he, I believe he has also has an Odyssey football podcast. Guys everywhere. I know. Blowing up. Elliot Shore Parks, how are you? Man, I'm just trying to be as big as you guys, you know? Yeah. Trying to get to the listeners you guys get. So you i got to do everything keep, I can. You keep trying. I'm trying. That's all I can do, you know? And we're just trying to get the Twitter uh, following that you are. <laughs> you don't want that, trust me. No, believe me. I know I don't. <laughs> it's not, not as fun as you think. Yeah. Well, Elliot, um, we're go- we went on the record today. Uh, our callers are going on the record today. We're going to put you on the record today. On the record Friday, how does this season end up for the Eagles? But we're going to say they're halfway through, even though they're 17 weeks straight. No. How does it end up for the Eagles this year? Yeah, this team is going to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm so confident that I've already thought about what suit I'm going to wear. I'm already planning ahead for that week in Arizona, right? Like, do you bust out your wedding suit because it's oh uh, yeah, probably you. I bring out the green, buddy. Yes. I don't know. I mean, can I wear a green suit in the press box? Or you know, how how, how does that work, right? Like, but no, I'll I'll get a fresh suit for the Super Bowl if they make it. But no, I mean, in, in terms of why I think that, I think when you look at where they're at compared to the rest of the NFC. They are the only team in the NFC that's top five in points scored and points allowed. They have the best quarterback in the NFC. They have the best offensive line in the NFC. They have the best defense at creating turnovers. They have the best group of wide receivers. Like, there's, they're just the best team in the NFC. Now, when I look at it, I say, could a team like Tampa Bay turn, you know, turn it around? Could a team like Los Angeles turn it around? That's possible for sure. But I think the Eagles have shown it's more likely they'll keep playing at a high level than it is that one of those teams will turn around enough that they'll be able to come into Philadelphia and win. Hmm. hmm. All right, so going to the Super Bowl, then you reset. Wait, wait, wait. If I was to ask you what your biggest what, – what, what you think the biggest obstacle will be for the Eagles this year, what do you think it would be? I mean, I think just on the field, their biggest weakness is tackling. Uh, and I think the way that would present a, a major problem in the playoffs is the two teams that I think are probably the – 
the number two and number three team in the NFC right now, uh, the Niners in Dallas in some order, whichever way you want to put them. They present unique problems for a poor tackling team because San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, like there might not be a tougher group of skill position players just to tackle in terms of how they use them and getting them in space. So that could be a problem. Also, the fact that they have, you know, Super Bowl experience at two important positions. And then Dallas runs the ball a lot. So obviously tackling would be important there. But I think if they lose a game, uh, you know, in the playoffs or even during the regular season, it'll probably be probably be because of their tackling. Hmm. Um, Jimmy Johnson was on our sister station in Dallas talking about that, um, you know, the Eagles once that the league has seen them and now at through eight games and going into the second half of the season, once they've seen them, it's not going to be as easy for the Eagles and someone you know, like there's going to be a defensive coordinator that comes up with something that slows them down and stops them. And even brought up yeah. the fact that they score in bunches, like they score a lot in the second quarter, but then they don't score a lot for the rest of the game. Is there anything to that? Do you, do you think the same thing, or have you thought the same thing? Well, I mean, I, I think you can make that argument for every team in the NFL. It's not like the Eagles are the only team that have tape for their first eight games, right? So, so you could look at any team and say, now that there's been a half a season of tape, it's going to be tougher moving forward. And, you know, as much as I, I do think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, it is not going to be easy getting to the Super Bowl. Like, you know, they, they could struggle in games. They'll have close games. They'll probably lose a game that doesn't mean that they're not the dominant team that they were, right? Like, it's tough to get to the Super Bowl. There's a reason yeah. the Eagles have only done it, you know, two times in the last 20-something years. So, you know, I, I would agree with, with, with him on that. I think that the second half of the year, of course, it's going to be tougher because teams do know more about you. But if you look at the Eagles' offensive uh, skill players, I think they have so many ways they can go that even if teams do figure out how to minimize A.J. Brown, then, you you know, Goddard gets it more, Devontae gets it more. And I think the coaching staff has been good. So I agree with him, but I don't think it's like a fatal flaw for this team. Hmm. Looking at Sunday, I mean, Sunday, Monday night's game, uh, going up against Washington. And I'm wondering, is there any way that tiny Taylor Heineke could somehow (laughs) pull a rabbit out of his hat and upset this team Monday night? You know, I think the line is probably a little high. It's like 11 at this point for a second yeah. divisional game. That yeah. that feels like like a really high line. But but when you look at, at Washington, their offensive line is a mess. They they've had all types of injuries. They've you know shuffled guys in and out. So I, I like the Eagles' ability to get after uh, Heineke. Um, I mean, their defensive line is good for sure. They they have talent on there. But I I like to match up against Eagles' offensive line. So you know, the Eagles could lose could lose just because. They could lose any game, but if you just look at, at the matchups, I don't think there's anything Washington does, even with Heineke in there, that, that presents like a real problem for this team. Mm. Any, um, I, I saw that Devontae uh, Maddox hadn't practiced. How are we doing health-wise yeah. for the game here? Yeah, so Avante is, is the main one. Uh, he injured himself. I believe it was a special team snap uh, against Houston. He hasn't practiced the last two days. At this point, my guess is he is not going to play. Uh, the backup nickel, Josiah Scott, is dealing with an ankle injury. He was limited in practice uh, yesterday. We'll see what his designation is today. So, um, you know, that, that spot is certainly uh, in a little bit of trouble. Maybe, you know, I, they could move Gardner Johnson down there, but I don't think that they'll end up doing that. So I think you just have to hope that with Slay Bradbury and that defensive line that the, the nickel spot isn't, you know, the main issue for the defense on Monday night. 
Mm. We had talked about a little bit about like how good of a quarterback Jalen Hurts is so far, and you were you were actually recording your podcast with James, and you you, you poked your head out during uh, that when you were done, and you had said something interesting about how uh, like not that Jalen hasn't done a good job, but Jalen also is in a really good spot as far as the team, the coaching, and everything else. Um, yeah. And actually, we talked about this earlier in the week with Justin Fields. Like, you feel like Justin Fields, if he was the quarterback here, the Eagles would be still a good team. How good of a team is this for a quarterback to slide into? I think if you took all 32 quarterbacks off the team and you let you know whoever you view the number one quarterback as, say Patrick Mahomes, say you could play for any team, I think he would pick the Eagles. When you look at the offensive line, the skill players, the coaching staff, the fact that the general manager, look, he certainly has missed on some receiver picks, but he's at least shown a commitment to consistently getting, you know, trying to get offensive weapons here. I don't think there's a better situation in the NFL. Now, Kansas City, right, like that, that's a good one, obviously, with Andy Reid. Uh, but they don't have Tyree Kill anymore. Miami is a good one as well. They have good receivers, but they don't have as good of a tight end. And, you know, I, I think at this point, Sirianni's a better head coach. So there are some comparable situations, but just in terms of, where a quarterback can achieve the most, I don't think there's a better place than Philadelphia. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I mean, oh, if you, okay. you can think of one, if you can think of one, I'll, I'm happy to hear it. But well, I, I mean, I hey, I listen, can't. listen, the quarterback guru lies in Kansas City. So if you want yeah, to be at your best as that. a quarterback, that's who you want to be with. Well, who has a better set of skilled players around him, though? Like, the Eagles have a better offensive line, and there's better players on the field. I agree. I mean, that's why I said I think Kansas City's probably number two, strictly because, because of Andy. But I think in terms of the talent around you on, on the offensive side of the ball, and for what it's worth, not to mention, the Eagles' defense is way better than the Chiefs' defense. So, you know, that helps the quarterback out as well. Oh, stop it. We're just talking about the offense and the coaching staff on the offensive side. Right. Well, I'm saying that, that, that well, but Listen, they, it's, know, it's a convenient argument right now. I'm just telling you, one guy has a 20-plus-year track record of working with quarterbacks from all different skill sets and backgrounds, and they all tend to be successful under him. I know we yeah. want, I, we're want. we all in love with what the Eagles are doing right now, but uh, Nick Sirianni isn't classified as any type of quarterback guru. I, I agree. That's why so, I put so, the Chiefs number two because yeah. of Andy Reid. But I, but I think I think when you look at the actual players that the quarterback would be playing with, he would much rather line up with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith than Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, you know. Sure, I get Mar- you. Whatever. You're looking at it in a vacuum. Moving forward, What's not a vacuum. That's it is a team. vacuum, Elliot. Listen, sometimes you can actually learn by being quiet. Sometimes, uh, and I we understand. Really you wouldn't have said this last year if AJ Brown wasn't here. So you wouldn't have said this last year if A.J. Brown was was not here. Correct, yeah. Exactly, okay. So again, again, one guy has over two decades of a track record, and the other guy, you're giving him eight games, and now he's the greatest offensive mind in the history of the game, and you'd be lucky to play for him. I got it. We got you. We got it. We got it. No, 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 no. You're twisting my word. I never never said Nick Sirianni is the main reason a quarterback would want to be here. I said – the, the players and the fact that the GM, you're right, A.J. Brown being here is part of it. The GM got A.J. Brown here. He's used first-round picks I'm on saying that A.J. Brown is the home. main part of it. Again, you wouldn't have said that. By the, by the way, by the way, you were a guy who did. We didn't need A.J. Brown because Quez was good enough to be the guy. So yeah, the receiver changed everything. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously it did, but we're talking okay. about right now. And I agree with you. Andy is probably the best offensive coach in the NFL. I agree with you on that. Right. But when you talk into, when you take into account the players he's out on the field with, I think that gives the Eagles the edge. But I think if you ask – put it this way. If you ask quarterbacks around the league who they would rather play for, who do you think they're going to say? 
So is the question who would you rather play well, for? It's a team, team regardless. Team, the offense, team. whatever you want to do, I, whatever. Yeah, I, I know what my answer is. It's what I said. No, at the I said the, the quarterbacks yeah. around the league. I think they would pick the Eagles. Okay. All right, well, you got another because question for talent. You got another because question for him. I, I'm, I, I chase my tail with this guy. Like I said, try to educate you. It's okay. I mean, look, Andy Reid certainly is respected around the league, but I'm saying that talent on the field, I think, sways play, would sway them towards the Eagles. There you have it. Elliot Shore Parks, we did it again, I agree. Awesome. Elliot, um, it, go Birds Radio tomorrow? Yeah, and we're going to talk about this the whole time. So, like, if you want to call in, you know. Tomorrow. All right, Ike Reese will be oh, a guest well, on the well, show. I'm taking yeah. a week. I got to deal with you Monday. So, we'll, we'll, I'll see say, you Monday, yeah. yes. Yeah, that, 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 we'll do that Monday night. That'll be fun. And you, you, well, no, and the, the game's on Monday. So, you'll stop by. Are no, you stopping by? No, yeah, he does pregame. Yeah, are you stopping by yeah. before pregame or will we see you on Monday? I know we'll Look, see you for pregame. You guys, whenever you guys need me, I'm, I'm happy. To yeah, play. stop so, by before yeah, the pregame. Yeah, I don't know if I need you twice. I guess John exactly. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once is enough for me, yeah. yes. I, I, I sit in there like he'll, he'll wait till 7 on my yeah, All right, there you have it. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs>